Welcome to episode five of the Kima Sports Podcast. First up, we're going to bring on our very first guest, and we'll talk about last week's crazy football weekend and how that played out. And then we'll move on and we'll give y'all our picks for the upcoming weekend of football. And then we'll move on to basketball and give y'all our NBA games of the week. And we'll also talk about the NBA's young cores and we'll rank them. So thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Keenan Sports Podcast. We are here with our first guest of the podcast, Joe Roddy. Um, he lived across the street from us. We talked probably for hours and hours and hours on countless days in the driveway about all sports. Um, definitely the reason I'm in the soccer, so welcome, Joe. Uh, thank you, and uh, thanks for having me. Honored to be the first guest, and uh, I think it's only fitting since... I think maybe the first words out of the King boy's mouth after mama and daddy was some sort of, of argument with me about sports in my driveway. <laughs> so, and that continued for, what, 18 years, including yep. some epic battles over, over LeBron James and his position as maybe a top 10 NBA player of all time, <laughs> and also included the famous... PGA championships in the backyard. Yes. That's worthy of a podcast in itself. So pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah. We don't need to talk about the outcomes of those chipping. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when it would be like Manning two, Joe four, Sam two, McLean three, Robert. By the way, man, uh Sam admitted to me that, that you did break the light on our uh, our garage. He finally came clean. What are you talking about? Oh, my God, I remember that. Yeah. Which light? Yeah. The one over in the corner. Dude, you remember? Oh, you, my goodness. The ball. Yeah. Yes, I, I totally said, remember that. I thought I said, I, listen, that's just that's the hazard of the sport. I, would, I, I wasn't going to ever ask anybody to pay for it. I mean, you remember what? Who was it who fired the golf ball that, that rattled up and down the window? Wade. <laughs> Wade. Not the one that broke your window. I'm talking about the one in our garage. Oh. The one that hit the um the windowsill that didn't break yeah. it. I, that might have been me again. I no, think it I. Was you, man. I think I scolded. You scolded one and it went straight into the bottom of the window and it caught the the, <sighs> the sill of the window and shot straight up and hit the top of the sill. And somehow never touched glass. I'm a blessed man. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, let's start it off with uh, Bills, Kansas City. you have any first I impressions? Can on that one? Yeah, you yeah, can. you go ahead. Okay, so, and, and, and uh, I actually requested to be on this podcast, if we're going to be honest about it, because of this game, uh, which I do think was arguably the greatest game in NFL history. However, the reason why it wasn't isn't de- just definitively the greatest is because it's been marred by how it finished with the stupidity of the Buffalo Bills. A lot of people have talked about not squib kicking it, for sure. But, but let's look at the first down play with 13 seconds to go. In what world does it make sense 
to not kick the ball down to Hardman and give him the ball on the five-yard line and have him have to return a kick and only give you two plays from scrimmage, that you don't want to do that. But on first down with 13 seconds to go, you let Tyree Kill, the most dangerous player on earth, maybe the most dangerous runner of the football we've ever seen in, in, in the sport, catch the ball on the 30-yard line running vertically up the field without a defender within 12 yards of him. That's criminal. <laughs> yeah. What I... were they thinking? Do you realize they were also, if you look at that play, the Bills defenders were guarding the sideline? Why? There's no they're, reason they for They have that. timeouts. They're not going for the sideline. Why did they rush anybody? You want Mahomes to hold on to the ball. Yeah, that... You know he's not. He's going to catch it and throw it. That's... Yet they rushed four on both plays. It is... It's some of the worst tactics I've ever seen, and it, it frankly, I think it it diminished the greatness of the game that it finished with such stupidity. That's my take. Kelsey on that last play, in a, in the post game interview, talked about how he wasn't. There was a, a play that was called, and they didn't. He didn't even run it. He just went to the open spot in the field because they were guarding the sideline. So they left the whole middle of the field open and got well in the field goal range. Yeah, and again, why are you guarding the sideline? They've got a timeout. They, they had two timeouts. Yeah. yeah. They, right. They, they got more timeouts than they could use with the number of plays and number of seconds left. The thing that I didn't understand is why they even rushed anybody, because if you think about it, you say, okay, what do you usually do? What do you, Why do you usually rush to get the quarterback? And he's already going to throw because – Yeah, but you'd rather him sit back there and wait and waste all – However many seconds. Exactly, that's why I'm saying they right. shouldn't have rushed anybody. That makes exactly. sense. They did absolutely everything wrong. And and think about this. They we had a TV timeout and they kicked off into the end zone, which was a mistake. That's mistake number one. They the Bills then called a timeout after they saw the Chiefs formation on first down. So I mean they, they didn't let them run the play. Thirteen seconds left. They called a timeout. So they saw that the Chiefs were, were basically sending Tyreek Hill to the left with Kelsey and another you know, big receiver to block and one wide receiver right. They had all that time to think about it during a timeout, and then they come out and rush forward and let him catch the ball unopposed, running straight up the field, the, the fastest player ever recorded on an NFL field. And they called the timeout, of course, after, the, the, uh, after that play. Right. And they came out and did it again in the Bills. I don't get it. And, I mean. People are going to blame that game. It's a defensive coach, by the way. Right. And people are going to blame that game on the overtime rules. That's all people are talking about. How they didn't get a chance to touch the ball. Well, they shouldn't even win into overtime. Like, Absolutely. The, the point of the whole game, of the argument of the whole game should be, how do you collapse in that many seconds? Not that the overtime tools are dumb. But they are dumb. But that's not should, that shouldn't be the argument. So, what are we going to remember this game by? Like, you've got the, the drive. You've got the catch. You've like you've got Great all the, and, and here's what I think. I think the game should be remembered for what we just talked about. But you have to come to Kingdom Sports to find that sort of analysis. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere else. That's what it should be remembered for. But it won't be. I think it'll be remembered. I think it'll be remembered for Josh Allen playing what I think is, I think as good a quarterbacking game as I've ever seen in my life, and for Patrick Mahomes' magic. Just I mean. Well, what, is it, what are we going to call it? The 13-second game? Yeah. Oh, it's, they're already calling it 13 seconds. 
Did you see the stat where um, they had like a heart monitor on Patrick Mahomes the whole game? Oh my gosh. And his heart rate was the highest when the Bills had the ball because he couldn't do anything. And it was the lowest in the whole game and that last time out before they scored, before like their last drive. I did not know that. That's a, that is exceptional. That is so cool. Yeah. He, because, he, by the way, he looks cool. Yeah, he look. He has He's some swag, swag out there. Him and Joe have swag. Joe Burrow. We'll have to compare him to A. A. Ron Rogers. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Didn't, didn't look so cool, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. No, but that was just. It, it doesn't get any better. In, in the greatest weekend of football. I think in history, certainly in my 56 years, I know I sound a lot younger, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, by far the greatest weekend of football that I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, the game before was just as electric, but only for the fourth quarter. We, we, we can move on to that game. That game was, like, totally boring until the fourth quarter when the Rams had every turnover in the books. Yeah. And, and so... Tom Brady, I mean, first of all, I think he had to have a lot of help for the Rams to get back in that game because Brady was operating at a a tremendous handicap throughout with his offensive linemen out and with Aaron Donald and Von Miller and others coming at him. But, um, I mean, I think if the Rams don't just start spitting the ball up every chance they got in the second half, they might run out. I mean, let's face it, if they score that touchdown right for the half, what are they up then? Yeah, I mean, if they don't I mean, fumble, if Cam Akers doesn't fumble yeah, on the goal line, basically. Yeah, I mean, that game's going to be a blowout. But, I mean, you give Brady half a chance, and he just he figures out a way to make it close. And I figured he would have been sacked. Without some exceptional quarterbacking under heavy, heavy pressure. Yeah, I, but I, I thought he would have been sacked more. He, he was only sacked three times against this really good D-line. He actually did a pretty good job of stepping up in the pocket and making throws before pressure hit. Yeah, but I think I mean he, he was having to hurry those. Yes, which is why he, right. You know, he wasn't nearly as effective. And, and Manning, as you pointed out many times, he was also a couple of those throws. He didn't get sacked, but he got hit. Yeah, his arm hit, and that ball you know came out sideways. I mean, this um, I'm not holding this game to him, and hopefully it's just not his last game. But I mean, he had they had nobody, nobody. Here's a weird uh, hypothetical though: if he does retire, and Aaron Rodgers. Comes to Tampa Bay with Tom Brady's team. What? I mean, that's a possibility. If he does retire, his the, the Super Bowl basically contending team. That's a Super Bowl roster. You switch out Tom for for Aaron, and you the debate is really heats up then because you can see what he does with the same team basically. Yeah, that that would be interesting. I doubt it'll happen. Um, yeah, I think Rodgers would be a fool to leave Green Bay, but then again, maybe Rodgers is a fool. Yeah, but, he does. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be a good apples to apples comparison. I think the Titans get somebody, whether it's Wilson or Rodgers, and I also think the Niners have so much cap space and such a good team around them that they're really only missing like a star quarterback from being world beaters. I also read that the yeah. Broncos might be a suitor for both Devontae and Aaron. They said that they might uh, want to team up in Denver. The thing that's that Denver's a great team, but they got Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke just isn't a Super Bowl quarterback. They've got a good defense. He sucks. Yeah, he just sucks. So, but if you put Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams along with Judy and Sutton, wow. I mean, that's a Super Bowl favorite, I would think. Yeah, not, maybe not. Well, it, so the NFL is, I mean, is such a quarterback league, 
And, I mean, if you look at just who we saw this weekend, I mean, you, you know, you've got, obviously, you've got Mahomes and Josh Allen and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and it's not like Stafford and Garoppolo are terrible. Um, well. But, and Burrow, I failed to mention, I mean, Joe Cool. But <laughs> Joe Burr. The Titans aren't going to win anything with Tannehill, I think. No. Well, they totally choked the game with his three interceptions. That was bad. Yeah, he did. Uh, that was very. That was definitely Vrabel's worst coach game of his career. Yeah, he did not do well. And I mean, putting that on Tannehill is is a, is a coaching mistake. Um, you know, you, you should have learned that lesson many times. I don't get why they ran that weird like draw with Henry on that third and one. That was so stupid. Yeah. Hit it, hit fast. You know what I mean. It's got to be like one of the weirdest collapses from an offensive standpoint. To for your defense to sack them nine times and for you to still lose, that's got to be an offensive like absolute. Like, that's got to be a record of some of some kind. I've never seen it. I mean, to be sacked nine times. First of all, how about how about to be sacked nine times and Burrow threw one interception that wasn't his fault. I mean, it, it hit the receiver in the hands and bounced right through him, and, and they but. For Burrow to throw for what he threw for, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but... He threw for 350, basically. Yeah, he threw for 348. With, I mean, because you figure if he's sacked nine times, how many times was he pressured? <sighs> yeah. That that guy is... I mean, that level of confidence, and you know, he, he's got bravado without being you know arrogant that maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't possess. But... Um, well, let's go... I, I mean... It's, it's phenomenal, nine sacks, and to do that. Yeah. Let's go back to that last possession of the Rams. Why did the Bucks blitz? All-out blitz. And they left the best receiver this year, production-wise, wide open. He just ran a straight line. Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fancy route. It wasn't a double move. It wasn't he, – he just ran a straight line up the field. Yeah, okay, so my, my thought on that is well, there are two. Number one is the Bucks love to blitz. They, they blitz all the time. And the second thing is they're not in field goal range when they, when that, during that play. So I think they're thinking if we can force him to get rid of the ball quickly, we're, we're going to keep him from going deep down the field. I think that was the thought. And, you know, the, the fault in that is now you've got Cooper Cup running full speed at Antoine Winfield. And Winfield has to respect, you know, the 30-yard route because that gets him in field goal range. But by respecting the 30-yarder, Cup just keeps on running. Doesn't that, I, I got a hand at Stafford. I mean, that was, a, that was one heck of a toss because you know he knows that blitz is coming. He's he, got to wait on it, and he gets mauled when he throws it. He was wide open, though. It wasn't like... Yeah. But in a pressure moment like that, you seal a victory, basically. I mean, Matt Gay had to make the kick, but, I mean, from where they were at, it was a basically a PAT. Yeah. It, I, I, I think Stafford's a good quarterback. I really do. You think he's we're a Super Bowl quarterback? Weekend, um, you know, just how good, because he's obviously never sniffed a championship game, and... He's got it on his home field. He sh- he should he should complete the job, but we'll see. He's good. I don't know if he's great. Like, I mean, McVay. Oh, I agree. Mc- I, I, I think you can count your your great ones in the NFL on one hand, and then you get this that 
kind of second prop of them. Yeah. Um, okay, well, now off to the Packers game. Peace out, Aaron. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Ugh. Terrible performance. Three points after his opening drive. That's well yeah. he didn't he didn't even throw I mean he didn't throw a touchdown. The only touchdown in the game was an AJ Dillon run, which was from basically the goal line. They had no offensive production outside of like just I mean outside of Aaron Jones how and Devonta Adams. Outside you, of them two, six yards receiving. Outside of those two guys. How do you yeah, let and, I, and that's not those other players' fault. That's Aaron Rodgers' fault. I mean we've seen the replays of when he throws in a double coverage late in the game on the bomb right before the, the, the Rams took or the, the uh, Niners took over and kicked the field goal. But he's got that receiver running wide open in the middle of the field, 30 yards. That guy's going to catch it and get in the field goal range. He might score, by the way. but And he, he doesn't throw it to him. Even the throws he made to, to Adams, the ones that were completed during that game, were underthrown and didn't allow Adams to turn up the field. He just feeds um, him after things get tough. Like, he just feeds Adams after that Mercedes Lewis fumble. Exactly. But Adams is so good, it covers it up. Like, for most Rogers games. Rodgers has trust issues, so when the going gets tough, you know, he trusts Adams, he trusts Jones, doesn't trust anybody else. And, and contrast that to Burrow and to, to Tom Brady. Heck, contrast it to, to Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo. And, I mean, those guys are spreading the ball around. They're getting it to who's open. Not Aaron. He locked in. He choked. I mean, that's what he did. He's. I mean, he's. He's been choking for the past ten years. So, not really. That's, that's another home playoff loss. Yeah, I mean, he's he's Dan Marino. So that's whatever. He's good. Yeah. He's talented. Yeah, that's about it. Though. Oh my, yeah. I he's just not a winner. Gifted that that I've ever seen, but he sure isn't the best. No. Not at all. Um, yeah, that it was a boring game to watch, but the last four minutes were very fun. After that yeah. block punt, well, that was crazy. And, again, they had, were ranked dead last in... Special teams. Yeah, special teams the whole year. And everyone was well, talking about that before the game, and I'll be dang if they didn't mess up a punt. They also had two 10-man on the field for the, for the last... Um, the game-winning field goal. The game-winning goal. field goal, and they called a timeout. Yeah, How do you choke you can't that? LaFleur, I, I have to fault, too. I mean, I, it, it was probably, I don't know, maybe elapsed time five minutes after that block punt, and they cut to the sideline, and you see LaFleur walking down the sideline, and he's just dropping F-bombs, and he's still screaming about the block punt. Look, you got the ball, and you got a chance to move into field goal range to get in the NFC Championship game. You don't need to be dwelling on the block punt. That, that reminds me of Steve Spurrier when he was at Florida. He never won close games because if he, if he was in a close game, he felt like he had failed or his players had failed him. And they would pick up on that. And that's not the way you do it. You know, Tom Brady could have sulked his way out of, out of Raymond James Stadium in a heartbeat when he was down 27-3 to and getting, you know, the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. Joe Burrow could have sulked out after, you know, his – seventh sack but he didn't he hung in there and you know got whipped twice more before he cut the throat <laughs> joe is i mean let's talk about that game joe is also i love 
any time we can slander Spurrier, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's can be an easy target too. That the Bengals Titans, I mean, it's just the tale of the QBs. One threw for three fifty about, and one didn't even throw over two fifty, and threw three picks. Listen, if Joe Burrow goes into Arrowhead and wins, then I, I mean I don't even know. I don't, I don't think we have superlatives to talk about that because because he's the one guy who's. I mean, you look you look at these teams that are left. I mean, let's face it: Chiefs loaded, Rams loaded, 49ers are loaded on both sides Eagles, of the ball. Yeah, uh-uh, they're not loaded. They can't even quarter, they can't even protect their greatest asset. I mean, they got they got Burrow and they have Chase and they've got Mixon. It's not like they have any Bosa's rushing the passer or Von Miller's or, or those Leonard types. Floyd's, yeah. I mean, Burrow is holding that thing together with bailing wire and he's doing it like a like a, he you know who he reminds me of the other Joe Cool Joe Montana. <laughs> who would you rather have? Would you rather have Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? Ooh. Boy, that's a tough one. I'd go Josh Allen, frankly. I, I I worry about Burrow's longevity. I want Herbert over both of them. Herbert is I don't Yeah, I don't I think Josh Allen is that dude is is just a freak. Did you hear what Emmanuel Sanders said about when he showed up and he was at practice and first you know, first time to practice with the, the team and he said uh, he goes out for this route and he said uh, Josh Allen fires one about 45 yards on a rope to him. And he said, you know, he, he caught the ball and he turned around and he thought everybody would be sitting there going, wow, you know, that's incredible. And he said, nobody even batted an eye. And he thought, man, they see this stuff all the time. And, yeah. and Sanders has played with some great quarterbacks. And he said, that I've never seen anything like the way that guy throws the ball. And then couple it with, you know, he's he's like – having a, a fullback when he when he starts running. Yeah, he takes so many hits. I don't love that about him, but he, like, hurdles and he lowers the shoulder. That's what I say. Like, Gil, are worried about Joe's longevity. Yeah, but Joe's not 250 pounds like big yeah. boys. Still, I mean, Josh Cam Allen was... hurt the chief who tried to tackle him. I know, yeah. but Cam Newton was big like that, and, I mean, you're that's not true. you're not superhuman just because you're big. Cam got old, that though. Is, that's a Cam Newton analogy. That's scary. Cam Newton doesn't have the arm that Josh Allen does. No, I'm not comparing them. I'm saying just injury potential. They're about the same. Yeah. I still want Herbert. The other thing, though, is, I mean, I know Allen runs a lot. But in that game, he had to manufacture first downs. I mean, it, let, yeah. let's face it. He's got good receivers. But he doesn't – I mean, he's not sitting there, you know, with, with – A workhorse. With Mahomes talent. Right. Um, you know, they were able to shut Diggs down. It's hard to shut the, the Chiefs receivers down because there there's so many of them that are so good. Well, you can only double so many guys. Yeah. And then the Chiefs just have replacements for all those. Yeah. That, I, I think Josh Allen will get smarter and smarter, and I think they'll use him in smarter ways, and they won't ask him to bulldoze his way. But in, but in an AFC championship game like that, he had to. He's already improved so much since they – like the biggest criticism out of college was he was super inefficient – and then he comes out, and he's been highly efficient this whole playoff. I mean, he's improved drastically since he was drafted. Yeah, he was Absolutely. so inaccurate. I mean, 
But but think about the personalities of these guys that are left, and and then contrast them to Aaron Rodgers. So you've got Mahomes. You know, you already talked about his heart rate. You, you talked his interview after the game where he said, "Look, all I do is is try to get these great players in position to do the great things that they do." I mean, you, you listen to Josh Allen. He doesn't blame overtime rules. He doesn't blame anything. I mean, he doesn't call out his defense. He doesn't. You, you know, Matthew Stafford, nothing but but class. Jimmy Garoppolo is in a terrible situation with everybody calling for his job. Nothing but class. And then you get to Rodgers, who feels like he's got to play the victim all the time. Well, guess what, Aaron? You are the victim. You just got victimized right out of the playoffs. You want to play it? You are one. Let's go. Yeah. I think, look, it matters. It matters what a leader does. And Aaron Rodgers is not a great leader. Tom Brady, great leader. I mean, you want to go to to war with Brady? Of course you do. I mean, he's going to be bringing jacking people. Josh Allen, I mean, he'll bulldoze you and then treat you nicely after he does. <laughs> hey there, sorry, I bud. Mean, those are those are some good. They have sporting character. Aaron Rodgers may have all the talent in the world, but he doesn't have the sporting character of those guys. I agree. I think the NFL is in great hands. Um, I like who would you take? Just in general, like the best, you have one quarterback to pick the whole entire league, regardless of age. If you don't say Mahomes, I mean. It's it's between Mahomes and Allen, for sure. I mean, I probably, I, I think I'd take Josh Allen. What? Well, again, I think Mahomes is incredible. And Mahomes has more, you know, kind of sidearm talent, all that strange stuff he does. But But what would Josh Allen be doing? If he had Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Hardman, um, who am I missing? The list goes on. I mean, yeah, and one of them's hurt. Um, but he, Pringle. He's, he's, oh, and, and uh, the running back's a heck of a player. Edward Solaire. And I mean, they're loaded. And Tyreek, there's nobody in the world like him. I just, I want the talent of Mahomes. And this isn't to say that Josh isn't a winner, but I know that Patrick is a winner. Like, okay, let me let me let me uh, come at you on that one. Just, just I'm not gonna. This isn't like a, a something that I believe emphatically, but I think it's worth consideration. Patrick Mahomes found himself in a difficult situation last year in the Super Bowl, a situation not as bad as what Joe Burrow faced this weekend. A similar situation to what Josh Allen faced against the Chiefs. And Allen was under a lot of pressure. And Allen manufactured first downs in so many different ways and did it on some huge third downs. Think about Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. He didn't he did not make it happen. I mean he had but he had thirteen seconds left in this last game. He could have mailed it in. He could have eh, do well, he mailed it uh, in, but, but again, Buffalo made it as e Look, either any of the three of us could have made those passes. Mm. Mine would have been a little tighter spiral on oh. the second one. Yeah, it was a little wobbly coming into Kelsey. But, <laughs> but you know, you know where – I mean, the pitch and catch to uh, to Tyree Hill, was, it was a – he caught it five yards down the field. I mean, that's – look, don't get me wrong. It was a phenomenal comeback. But I would have liked to see him have to do that against a nine-man or even an 11-man zone – I mean, find your spot in there, and they made it so easy for him. 
It's like they forgot that Tyreek just took it 64 yards to the house the possession before. Yeah, yeah. And and while, you know, what I mean, the name of that receiver for Buffalo, great, had one of the greatest games in, I can't even remember. Gabe Davis? Yeah, yeah, Davis. I mean, one of the greatest games in NFL history. Um, but does Josh Allen get bailed out with a little slant pattern where a guy, you know, takes it 75 yards like Tyreek does and – Gives you the peace sign on the way into the end zone. Yeah, Tyreek's really special. He plays tag yeah. with he plays tag like he plays two hand touch. He doesn't let anybody touch him. He is a favorite. He just sets He's his Barry feet. Sanders, but with much greater open field speed. Yeah, what's really interesting about Barry. that is how he like sets his feet, looks at the defenders, decides which way he's gonna go. He goes, he can go the other way. He'll he'll just kind of run around everybody, and he's too quick and fast that anyone can't even get get near him. Yeah. He's he's truly, I mean, okay, top five all time great. The, the guy, if you had one guy in the world on an NFL field all time that you don't want to have to tackle, who would it be? I think Tyreek's number one. That I don't want to have to tackle because I wouldn't be able to tackle Tyreek, but I wouldn't want to tackle Bo Jackson or some one of these bigger <laughs> running backs. No, okay. Assuming you knew you weren't going to get hurt, so we, um, I would have much more problems the catching Tyreek and bringing them down. You could. Maybe get Bo Jackson to trip over you as, as, he, as he went over the top of you. But you got to, like, get your arms around him and tackle him. Tyreek would he, Barry Sanders. He'd run circles around him. I think Lamar Jackson's got to be up there, too. He is oh, shifty. Lamar, definitely. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and you can't go back too far because if you go back to somebody like Yale Sayers, he, he, was playing, he wasn't playing against guys like, like you know, Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Right. So, but yeah, I think Tyreek is right there with him. And that's, by the way, so back to the Bills. So that's who you let catch the ball on the 30-yard line without anybody within 12 yards of him when they need 30 yards to be in field goal range. And then a peace sign to the dude in front of him. Yeah. You, you know you're bad when you get peace signs out. When guys, when defenders are still goal side of you. What a player. Well, by the way, I went back and looked at Tyreek's college stuff. And he did bounce around. He went, I think, junior college in Oklahoma State and back to junior college. But it will shock you how little he's used in, the, in, in college. And you're thinking, well, he couldn't have been bad then. What, what, why weren't they using him? I mean, why wasn't he getting 35, 40 touches a game? Andy Reid is a special mind. Andy Reid knows to do it for sure. It's good stuff. I mean, that. Mm. Well, hopefully, Burrow can hang in there and keep it close. I just want another good week in a football. Yeah. I'm worried we're not going to get. I don't think that Chief game's going to. I don't think the Bengals are going to hang. I don't either. Unfortunately, I, I sure hope they do. Joe Burr. All right, well. That about does it for the first segment. Um, thanks, Joe, for coming on. You got to come back. I'd love to. Well, we got to have a little Super Bowl, a little Super Bowl preview. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anytime you guys want me on, you know, I love you guys. I'll be on here anytime you you tell me. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. Okay, and come on down. I I know Mac isn't on this one, but I think we got a little rematch in the golf. I got to get some lessons before we come on down. <laughs> Y'all should 
You two should have thought about that the first time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, enjoy it, guys. Welcome back to the King of Sports Podcast. All right, time to give our picks for those upcoming games. Um, I say we start with the obvious game, Bengals-Chiefs. Chiefs. I, I don't know. I would be shocked if this was a close game. I hope it is, but I don't th- like. I don't think it is going to be. I think, well, I just the way that Joe Burrow performed, I don't even know anymore. I just feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, I know it, he got sacked nine times and still won a game because he was playing Ryan Tannehill. Nah, but but no, what I'm but saying, what does Ryan Tannehill have to do with the Titans? He front? threw three picks. That's why he. No, I'm they, saying what is what is him playing Ryan Tannehill have to do with him getting sacked? Like they they get sacked against every team. The defensive line for the Chiefs isn't no, okay, bad either. He's not going to get not sacked as the Titans. But okay, he's not going to get sacked nine times. But he's still going to get pressure. There's still going to be things like the the problem with the with the Bengals has been that all year long. I know, but we just keep saying that, and then he he just wins. I, he's I, not being the Chiefs. Obviously, I don't think he is either. But I'm just saying we're all going Chiefs. But Joe Burrow could do what he's done all year, and I got Chiefs by like three touchdowns. Whoa, I got Chiefs by ten. Yeah, I'm probably somewhere around there. All right, what's the line? What do you think the line is? The line's probably like six and a half. What do you think? I go five. It is seven and a half. Wow. Over under. What's the over under? Probably a ton. What um, is the over under? Probably 50, 55, 56. It's got to be like 42. 54 and a half. You Why almost so got high? it on the money, man. Because they both. Because their defenses are both eh. Yeah, and they're both high powered offenses. Yeah. But. Uh, it is playoff know. football, though. I, I would yeah, like, do you look at. See, the thing is, the thing is, the Titans, like, and the, the the Niners are the two teams that are like take long methodical drives, like I said, are teams that can beat high-powered offenses like the Packers, which happened last weekend, and the Bengals, who are high-powered offense. They couldn't – I mean, there's a caveat because there's Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, um, and he's not as good as – I don't think he's as good as Jimmy Garoppolo. No, Ryan Tannehill sucks. Yeah, so these are both two high-powered offenses – one is exponentially better than the other. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, and I think the Chiefs' defense has gotten better, and they're not going to be able to slow down the offense. So, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. So let's just move on because that game's kind of boring. All right. The other game with the bottom two quarterbacks of all of these. Wait, let's rank the quarterbacks left in the playoffs: Mahomes, Burrow, Stafford, Stafford Garoppolo. Yeah, but that it's what not do like you mean Jimmy G. I'm kidding. Obviously, I feel like that wasn't even needed. Some people think that Garoppolo is better than Stafford. Some people don't like Stafford. Some like people Stafford, thought the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl. I know so. you like, like I like Stafford too, but he's not like great. I mean, he's but he's he's better than Garoppolo. Well, that's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think Garoppolo is bad. Like I don't like I, don't I think either. that the quarterbacks left are pretty good. Like the top two are very good. Yeah, I, we we really miss Josh Allen. That's what we miss. I, yeah. I, besides that, though. I mean, I guess Tom is out too, and, and Rodgers. Yeah, we really only got two good, two, two really good quarterbacks left. Yeah, well, and they're about, and then there's going to be only one. Yeah, but the Chiefs are going to destroy whoever they play. I know. That's what I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes is about to be the only good quarterback left. Like, unfortunately, re- really good quarterback. I mean, both. I I say Stafford's a a good, maybe great quarterback. He's a seven out of ten. 
Yeah, depending on how he plays. He's either six or seven. Garoppolo's a six and a half. And then, five, maybe, sometimes. No. Maybe even a... Th- dude, sometimes he plays really bad. Well, he's either a three or he's a six and a Like, half. that whole Packers game, I was like, okay, which... Wh- when's the pick coming? Well, he he didn't... He didn't... Like, like, he only threw for, like, 130 yards. So, it's like... There's only so much you can do when you don't throw. All right, let's guess the lines for this. I know the line. I was just looking at it. It's three and a half. Yeah. Over, under, don't look. Um, For this 49ers game, probably, like, 40. 42. 45. Dang. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to stick to the thing that I've been saying the whole playoffs. I'm one and one in predicting it. Maybe one and a half and one because I said that the Packers Niners games would be close and they might beat them. So I will say one and a half and one. I'm taking the Niners. A high powered offense. Again, the Rams. And I just think the Niners are so complete. Like, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball, and they have a great defense. I think the Rams are almost one-dimensional. Like, they have, yes. Come on. Dude, look at the numbers from the last, from last, the last game. Cam Akers rushed for 20, rushed 24 times and only had 48 yards. That's terrible. Oh, you mean on offense? I thought you meant they don't have a good defense. Oh no, I'm saying on offense. Oh yeah, they don't. Well, Cam Akers is coming off of an injury, so I, I would, I'm gonna give him a break. But I'm not. I'm not at all. I mean, for the for the season, they average 99 yards a game, so basically 100. So they're definitely like one of the bottom teams in rushing, but they throw the ball a ton. I mean, they average 290 yards passing per game. Yeah, and I'm. I think that the Niners are gonna. I think they're just gonna run the ball, and it's not, and because. The thing that scared would scare me was if Jimmy has to drop back and pass, and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. What about and Bob Miller? Miller? I mean, if you can't rush really with those three guys, yes, you can. You can rush, what but you, you can't. But they're so good at like they're just. I don't think that they're gonna have a very good game. You mean run or rush? Like yeah, I'm saying like running the ball, the ball. They're not gonna. They're not. Gonna I'd rather run the ball against them than try yeah, and me pass too. the ball. I just wouldn't want to play this team. I don't think the Niners are. I don't know how they've gotten this far. I've un, I've underrated the Niners. I, I've under. I'm, I'm gonna admit it. I think I've underrated the Niners all year. Well, they got pretty good at the right. Like they've been peaking, wobbly. Yeah. The thing with them is like they just needed to commit to Jimmy earlier. It's so hard to like. He know you Trey know Lance that that's in good, the back of your head that Trey Lance is coming for your He's job. He's gonna be good though. But you gotta commit. He's probably if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you can't away, be like. Though. But you can't be like, hey, like we're gonna start this guy this game. Or this, I know he's been dealing with some injuries with a thumb and the shoulder, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But I think just from a mindset perspective, I think you gotta stick with one guy, especially if you're winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I just, and the other weird thing is, Kyle Shanahan has Sean's number big time. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It, this would suck if Stafford choked. A, like this is his first big moment in the playoffs. He's at home. Everything's been rolling for them. He's got a great defense. He's got weapons. I mean, this is kind of it for Stafford. Like, this is the best chance he's gotten anywhere near. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'll fuck it up, but. I don't trust him, so. I don't either, but we'll see. I just, I just think that their defense is too good. You have, like, regardless of if you can't rush the ball, you have Cooper Cup. You have Odo Beckham. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm totally sidetracked now. Where were we? 
Continue. I got – yeah, so you picked 49ers. I'm going to pick Rams. I'm I do think it will be a close game. The thing is, I don't know if it's going to be low scoring or – I bet it will be another one of those Dude, games. Dude, it could be like, like 50 points per – Or it will be like 13-10 like, again. Yeah. I want a high – I just want – like, I love it. Like, it's playoffs. I don't want a boring – I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, two total touchdowns. I'm game. gonna be on this game because I'm gonna be able to tell how it's gonna go pretty early, like live bet wise. Because if it's like, you can kind of tell within seven, the first two possessions, seven ten, in the first half, I'm hammering the Niners because they're gonna win. If it's low scoring, they're gonna win. They just win yeah. close games too. Both both times they met in the regular season, Niners won. The thing that worries about me, the thing that worries me, is it's so hard to beat a team three times. It's extre- yeah. It's really hard to beat a team twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's difficult, but the thing is, but it's kind of. A, I saw the stat, and it, apparently it's a myth that it happens a lot. Well, I'm sure that's skewed by like teams that are actually destroying. Like yeah, that's Patriots, true. Jaguars. I'm sure that's like just to, like over the years. Well, like, just in bad playoffs, teams and really good teams. No, in playoffs, I think you're more. But more like maybe like a Bills, Patriots, like the six team playing the one seed. Or yeah, something. but you know what I mean. Like the bad teams yeah. that are definitely like. Heavily underdogs are definitely getting skewed by that statistic. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So, McLean, you got Rams? I'm going Rams. One, just because I think the Rams are a more fun team to watch. Like at this point, both of my Super Bowl picks are out. It doesn't really matter to Mine's me. Mine's not. You were grabbing on me for my for the Cowboys, but my I still have the Chiefs, and I didn't think they were going to win, but I thought they were going to win. Yeah, both of mine are out. I mean, I mean that's a one in. I mean, it's. That's kind of most, a cheese that was pick. That's the most obvious. Yeah. It's like the. But e- y'all could have picked. I mean,. I know, but it's the most cheese. Like the Titans are a one seed. The obvi- they oh come give on. me a break. Come on, who, are, who, are, who was your other team? The Packers. Had? Another one that's seed. A, that's a cheese team too. Yeah, and they just suck. But it's the Packers. It's Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs other than Patrick Mahomes. There's a huge difference in. Yeah, that, I, I mean, it's not like you didn't know that coming into this. You could make. I know. The argument. But I'm just saying. I feel like you can make the argument that Josh Allen should still be in the playoffs if it weren't for an absolute just. Collapse. Well, yeah, yeah and then a coin be, toss. We but, talked about that yeah. with Joe, so, but we'll get, you weren't there. I was, I was balling. I'm sorry that I have obligations. Getting buckets on Kobe Day. Sorry, but I'm still gonna go Rams, and uh, I just think they're a more fun team to watch. I don't really think this. I mean, besides Debo Samuel, just Niner team's kind of boring. I disagree. I think they're. I think that they're just low, like you, low, like you low would high. rather watch Garoppolo throw the ball. Than Stafford, to, no. To whoever, but you have I'd Cooper rather Cup than Odell. I'd ra- okay. The reason I would rather have, I know everyone's like, "Ooh, we want Rams Bengals. We want Rams Bengals or Rams Niners." They just want the Bengals to win because it's like everyone's obsessed with Joe Burrow now. Nobody wants to watch Jackson Mahomes make. TikToks. I want Chiefs Niners rematch because I think that that's like I will. I if they play, I might even pick the Niners just because. Right, don't be dumb. Just because. Just because. I, that's that goes with my half-hard offense. I know that goes with, along with the with your like. I just don't think we'll that, see, that works. Yeah, we'll I think eat. this is like the exception. There's like always one rule. Like this is the exception to the rule. It's the Chiefs. It's not the Chiefs. It's Patrick is the exception. And we'll Tyreek and I mean we'll th- see. they all work together. They're championship team. They've been championship teams. We'll see. Like, well, I mean, hopefully they can beat. If if then it can't beat Matthew Stafford, then that's just, oh, they don't yeah. deserve to <laughs> right. beat them. So true. Why are you hating on Stafford so much? Yeah, you were you, you not, were you like, were kind of hating on him with Joe too. You said that throw wasn't. I mean, he was wide open. He was wide open. It was. I mean, it's he's still, not that good. Like he's good. He's a good quarterback. 
He's, he's better than Garoppolo. Yeah, that's not hard. Garoppolo stinks. Stafford he really is does not suck. like Stafford, and he's in a system is, like this. Well, this system works for him because it's McVay's like like system super... is like mega tailored to put up numbers for a quarterback. For God's sakes, Jared Goff took him to a Super Bowl and put up good numbers. Well, it's tailored toward quarterbacks, but the thing is, like Jimmy, just they hide him well. He only threw for 138 yards, and they won. Yeah, like that's how you know that you got good coaching over there. I mean, I just I'm not sold on Stafford. Even if he beat wins his team, it's I mean, I think that it's not going to be a battle of the quarterbacks per se. If he wins the Super Bowl, then I'll give him his due, but not the f- he's the f- not going to win. The funny thing about um, Garoppolo is that he only has four more touchdowns than Cooper Cup does. What he has he has twenty touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Oh, Cup you mean oh I thought I was like wait a minute, how many touchdowns has Cooper Cup throwing? Like, no, what? not throwing, but like that's like oh as a quarterback sad. he's got a ton. Yeah. All right, well, that does it for the NFL. We're going to go straight into the NBA. No break. All right. All right. Um, so, games of the week. Not game of the weeks. No, but, but that now, we, now we're just embracing it because I because you have, mess it up. and Yeah. Um, you want me to should I start? Um, so this hopefully comes well, out tomorrow. The- Dude, we have a very limited number of games of the week. Okay, so. Well, First mine's all, on Saturday, so I because it'll be out by maximum Friday. Yours is Friday. Mine's Saturday night. Yours Saturday night. Yeah, I've got um, Nets, Golden State, eight thirty on ABC. ABC. Um, Curry's been in a slump. KD's out. Um, James Harden's day to day. Draymond's out, but everyone else is healthy. I I'm, James will probably play. I'm honestly gonna go Nets. And I feel like that's an upset pick, even though they have, like, superstars. Yeah. But I feel like everyone knows how good the Warriors have been this year. But I honestly just like the way James Harden's been playing. Kyrie will not be able to go because it's in California. Or, yeah, it's in California, so either way he wouldn't be able to play. But it'll be a James Harden show. I think that Steph will continue to slump. And I'm just hoping that Klay Thompson doesn't take over again. What about y'all? Mm. Um... I'll go my game of the week. You're not going to pick for his game? Oh. I'm going um, Warriors. Why? What do I mean, mean I just I just want an explanation. I, I think Steph. Reason. I mean, it's Steph Curry. You, you just pick Warriors. I picked the Nets. What? Yes, bro. He, Steph I'm, is the greatest shooter I'm of not, all time. I'm not picking against, dude, without well, I just want to James, James Harden. It's the regular season. It's just, not playoffs. Just James Harden. Yeah, James no, Harden could have dropped 55. I'm picking the Warriors if at home. home. No. James Harden is. I'm going Warriors. Warriors don't lose at home. James Harden's checked out of this team, first of all, so he'll be in Philly. That's, yeah, what's going on with that? Well, no, Woj said that they're like shunning trade offers, and he said in the summer he's they're he's not going to trade. He's gone. Ass. Yeah, he's leaving. He doesn't. He's frustrated with Kyrie being a weirdo, and is he just wants to leave? He he, he wants a bigger role because like Katie's the man there. So and he's kind of he's just ring chasing, and you know. He's yeah, not but Giannis. Him and him and Philly would be like, dude. That's a way to maximize Embiid right there. Well, because you've got a good guy who, like, can like he has high assist numbers when he was in Houston with Clint Capella. I know. Let's not compare Joel to Clint, but like, just you could see where this is going. All right, my game of the weeks. We got to start. We got to keep saying it. Game of the weeks because I keep messing it up. But now it's a, now it's tradition. The two hottest teams in the NBA, Sixers and Grizzlies. That's my game of the week. Two hottest teams in the NBA, Sixers and Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Where are the Suns in this equation? Well, 
They're the best team. They are very hot. hot too. Okay, two of the three. Sorry. There you go. Um, I'm taking Sixers because I don't think Steven Adams can guard Embiid, and he's on a tear, and he is my MVP pick right now. And a little preview for the next pod, we're going to be doing um, all NBA teams and awards, so get ready for that. I will probably say... You're going to say Grizzlies because you love Ja. Gri- oh, but not just because I love Ja. He's had, like, he, had, he scored the past, like, four games. Last night he dropped 41. He had 38... 35 and 33 like he's just going off with Desmond Bain out I'm not sure when he he might be back by the time that they play which is Monday January 31st but is it it is in uh PA so you don't know true Philly is loud yeah I got Philly I just think that the Eastern so like if you look at the Eastern Conference they're six in the East but they're it's so competitive like, they're only two and a half games back from the one seed. So, like, people look at the conferences and think, well, the Sixers are underperforming at the sixth seed. They're not underperforming at all, I don't think. Like, Joel's just carrying. Overperforming. Yeah, they don't have Ben. Like, the best thing they have is Joel and then, like, Tyrese. Ma- and they have, like, championship guys, though. Like, yeah. they have a core of championship guys. They just need one more guy to push them they over. They get James Harden, and they're just terrifying. Yeah, they're good. So, I got, I got Philly at home. Yeah, that's my pick. All right. McClellan, your game uh, of the week. Well, uh, one more thing for that game is the Sixers are 11 and 10 at home. Grizzlies yeah, are 16 bad. and 8. And it, it really, if if Embiid goes off, he can drop 40 whenever he wants to. That's a history for it. They it's win. Philly, they always suck at home. That's, and then, that's like one of the probably one of the worst home records in the league, I would assume. Well, besides like the like actual garbage teams, but like for a 16 or a playoff team, that's probably one of the worst. That's, it it could be one of the advantage. worst, though. Like in the playoffs, they're loud. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just gonna go Grizzlies. But for my game of the week, um, I'm gonna go with the game tomorrow: Celtics Hawks. Um, I just I think it'll be a, a pretty interesting game. Um, good Eastern Conference matchup. Tatum's been on fire recently. Actually, really, just the Celtics in general have been on fire. They've had. Um, I think they have had four games where they've kept their opponents under 80 points, and the rest of the league has had five games where so they you're, keep. You're picking Celts over the Heat. Uh, well, it's the Hawks. It's I mean, Hawks. So. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, if it were the Heat, I would definitely say the Heat. Why the heat is this on fire. your game of the week? I think it's a good game. He's just a Celtics fan. He just wants to say talk about the Celtics. That's okay. No, that's fair. No, because I don't want to. I don't want to get y'all are already later in the week, and the I'm Jaw not going. I'm not going Pistons Magic, and I'm not going to go. Fans, like Blazers Celtics Rockets. Fans. I don't I don't want to you know pick a poop bowl. What if Jaw went to the Celtics? How crazy would you have how No, like, if anything would happen it would be um, The only way that Jaw's going anywhere is if they relocate. No, he yeah, he's so loyal, yeah, he's which loyal. is good. All right. I'm going to go Celts for that as well. The Hawks are just not it this year. The the Cavs are the new Hawks. The Cavs are the new Hawks, but I still got the Hawks over the Celtics. Whoa. For for why? Because I don't, I just don't trust the Celtics. They're either highly efficient or they're inefficient. I'm gonna bet on them most times than not to be inefficient. They have two inefficient ball handlers, and I'm just gonna like hopefully that trade drops 35. It's just, I mean, it's the NBA regular season. Who knows what's gonna happen? True. All right. Um, our last little exercise. So I saw this video of this guy ranking the futures for the NBA, and I wanted us. I was like, oh, this is a great thing to do on the podcast. Let's do that. So. The top five NBA futures. 
Um, so I have mine, and yeah, you y'all go, you, can go. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, number one future is very obvious, the Thunder. And the re- oh, if they do it the right way. The reason, yeah, but they, I mean, they've done for very well. And the reason I say that is because I like the guys that they have. Like, there's other teams with a lot of picks, but I like the guys that they have already. Like Shea, I like Giddy, Dort's good. And they just have so many picks that it, it'll almost be impossible to not. You're going to hit on a couple of those. Yeah. I mean, they have. Or trade up. Like, oh, yeah, right. And like they the have the Clippers picks. picks. Like, who knows what the Clippers do. Like, it's the Clippers. Um, my two is going to be um, the Grizzlies. I think Jaws definitely not going anywhere. I would not worry about that. And they're already very young with a couple other picks sprinkled in there. They don't have the amount, but I just think it really comes down to Jaw being loyal and – him just not he's not gonna I leave. I personally think he will be lower. He's talked about it. How yeah, I don't think he is either. That's why I'm, that's why they're yeah. not like that's why even in my top five. Um, I would say the Rockets are three. I'm not sold on Jalen Green yet, but they also have so many picks. He's just really young, and they already have yeah, and they already have a good core. So I would say they're definitely three. They have a good roster right now. I think, and they're gonna be trade bad assets. They're gonna year. be really bad. They're gonna get. I mean, they projected a top three pick. Um, four for me is the Mavericks, purely because of one man. Luka. Dorian Finney. Oh, damn. I mean. One fat chubby boy. One fat chubby boy who put up a triple double. And 15, 10, and 10. Like, he just can't shoot the ball. So I'm I'm not impressed with him this season. Like, I obviously, like, it's. He's Luka. coming. He's. I watched a, I've watched a couple one, games. I've watched a couple games. 30 plus triple doubles. I watched a couple games. No. I watched a couple games. I watched I watched him during earlier in the season. He did. He looks very much different. He looks quicker and faster and more in shape right now, which is good. I would hope so. He's like That's, 50 games in. Well, yeah. Well, that and just. Like, I'm all for him. Like, obviously, like, who doesn't like Luca? But if you can't shoot. What are you doing? I don't care if you're fast. Well, he's not fast, so. Okay, but like slimmer, faster. Right. If you can't shoot and you're obviously 1A on that team, like you're you're you can't be shooting terrible numbers and no, I think agree. you're going to win games. So what's your last team? Um Denver. Like Great that. young core and Jokic is 25 MVP like All right, I'm 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 going to go ahead and go. Yeah, I go like ahead. your picks, but I'm going to go Number one is the Suns. What? Just hear me out. Besides Chris Paul, Bridges is young. Devin yeah, Booker's I mean, twenty-five. That makes sense. Aiton's young, and they made it to the finals. They just need one more guy. Whenever because Chris, Chris is inevitably going to leave because he's old—not leave, but retire or leave because he's old. So that's they're my wow. Because I mean they're they made it to the finals. They have a great core. Yeah, their uh, young yeah. core is those three guys. They'll get somebody else. That's my number one. Number two. I think it's going to be uh, – I might go Grizzlies as well just because of Ja. I mean, he's – for the same reasons you said, I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, number three, I'm actually going to go with the Warriors. It's interesting, but just think – hear me out. I know it doesn't seem right, but outside of Clay, No, I, I'm with you. I'm just like, where are the Thunder? Thunder are coming. I'm just I'm just a little hesitant on them with draft picks. I know that draft picks work well, but I'm just when you have a GM that knows what they're doing too. Yes, but the Thunder are next. But 
you've got good young players, Kaminga, Moody. You've got the guys in the G, G League that are developing. I think that they're just going to reload once the, these yeah, guys get a little. I, no, it's, I agree. For Thunder, six. for the reasons we said, Shea's really good. We watched him in person. He was incredible. Giddy, amazing. Yeah. He was awesome. He was incredibly, like, he, I didn't expect all that out of him. He was he good. He was good. And then, of course, they've got a 1,000 draft picks from the Clippers and every other, other team in the league. So what number did that leave me? Five? Five. Yeah, your last one. Five, I'll go Dallas, just because they have Luka. Yeah. I'll give him the fifth spot. Mine might have looked a little bit different, except for I think number one is it's kind of hard to beat the Thunder when you have, like, I don't even know how much a lot of picks. 20 in the next plus 17 first-round picks. Yeah. That, that's absurd. That's insane. Regardless of, like, if you don't draft a single player with those picks, you could probably get – well, that and a couple then all stars. So much. It's a lot of trade space. value too, though. Seventeen yeah. picks. Like you they, can do they already some, have. I mean, clearly they like that's how the. Trade I think happened. the fact that they can have these, you know, Lou Dort, Shea, and Giddy, they're all going to be really, really good. If they stay together, they keep the chemistry. You bring in, either you draft somebody really good, or you bring in somebody with these picks. Yeah. You don't. I mean, I really like that core because you've got a sh- you've got a sh- like Lou Dort is a defensive defender. anchor. And he can shoot too a little bit. Giddy can shoot. He'll yeah. get better. He can't shoot, but but, he, but he's he got a stroke. Like he, yeah. he'll be able to. And then obviously Shea is going to be your like superstar. But you can easily plug in other guys around. All those they need dudes. is a big. Like they they get, need a big. They've they got get, a perimeter. Like he can he locked down LeBron that one game last year. Dort did. Yeah. I mean he's he'll he's like that Draymond Green of this team. I feel like that you kind of need. Yeah. He. I mean you get they need a big so you get Jabari Chet or Victor Wembanyama or Victor Wembanyama and. Two years, that's terrifying. Yeah, they'll be good probably in five or s- five years. Five, seven years, I bet they're contenders for the title. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I disagree that one's Alex Charlotte, OKC, 2028 finals. Charlotte has a good young core, too. Yeah, they were my seven, OKC, or Warriors was my sixth. All right, um, so what are, your, what are your guys? So, for number two, I'm going the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. You have Evan Mobley, who is just like... You know, I think he should be rookie of the year. Um, you have, I mean, Jared Allen. He's twenty three. Darius Garland, Laurie Markinen now, Isaac Okoro. Um, you have Sexton. He's twenty three. All these guys are under twenty three, twenty four years old. Yeah. How is old it? is Giannis? Twenty six. Twenty six. So he's now. he's I can say no, twenty five and under young enough to start. He doesn't count. I was just curious because if he was like twenty five still, but I guess that was. Two years ago. I thought about saying them, but just the rest of that team is kind of old. Besides like Drew's old, Chris is a little old. Not that old, but they're all they're like middle-aged teams. Chris is Portugal's finest, but I just don't think that team is going to make this list. Um, so two, I have Cleveland Cavaliers. Three, I will go the Grizzlies because you have obviously a, a, a superstar in John Morant in the making. In the making? I, I, you've said he hasn't made his jump he is yet. A superstar now. I think I think since in this last I've, month he's proven superstar this year. I no no okay. Well, I, obviously, like he can score forty and lead a team to be the third in the West. I want to see him do it in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll it's, be like, like the I'm actual. I, I'd say he's a superstar, but that would be like solidify your spot in you know the top ten of the league. Um, yeah, true. So three, I have Grizzlies. Um, Four, I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets. 
That's a good pick. Yeah, that's a really good pick. We should have thought of them, um, because you know, like you got Lamelo, you got Bridges. They're all young. They just don't have another star to play. They need to get somebody. Like, they have to get. Somebody. I mean, Bridges is like gonna make an All Star team this year, and Lamelo is gonna make one eventually. If you can somehow get Hayward out of there, and just just to like euthanize the team, and well, Hayward's got on a semi big contract there. Like, yeah, I think it's a, <clears throat> a cap filler for now. Like, I mean, you might as well spend it on somebody, and he does. He has his role for them. Mm-hmm. But I think for now that works, but eventually he'll just continue to get older and they'll find somebody to fill that in. Because someone's going to want to play with Lamelo and Bridges. Like, they're a fun team. Kelly Oubre's fun. Like, they're all fun. They're, like, high energy, fun to watch. Someone's going to want to come play. It's just the fact that it's kind of in Charlotte. But I mean, Charlotte's not terrible. It's not like you're in – But, like, eh. as an NBA, it's a good city in general. I'm saying as an NBA destination, it's just not one. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that you can change the culture. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, my last team for five – is the Detroit Pistons. Whoa. You have Cade Cunningham, who just dropped like 34, 8, and 8. He's 20 years old. Sadiq Bey is 22. Hamidou Diallo is 23. Luka Garza, I don't really think he's going to be that good. He's 23. They just have a really young team. Killian Hayes is 20. And they're going to be bad yeah, But I just think Josh that some Jackson. of those guys just suck. Like, flat out suck. Like, I'm not impressed with Killian Hayes so far. Luka Garza is not going to be any good. I'm just a, I, I, I like Sadiq, and I like Chet, Cade. Chet and Cade, though. You have Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, they'll get a good guy this year. Cassius sure. Stanley. There's just a lot of guys that have the potential. Hey, to... the Magic have good future too. Because no. Cole Anthony. No. Oh no. my God. It's oh, obviously sure. the Wagner duo. But I'm I would I'm gonna stick with that pick. They have a lot of young guys, and you never know. They also are just gonna be bad, so they'll just have... they're be, yeah they're gonna until they figure out they're like their average age is probably like twenty two. Yeah, that's besides insane. like Rodney Magruder's like thirty, just needs to get out of the league, but. I, I don't think that's terrible. No, that's not. Kate, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be good. I, I accept that as the number five pick. All right. Oh, okay. Announcement, live news on the pod. Your Eastern, East All-Star starters. This is just oh, let's, out. Wait, wait, let's pick From Shams. Who is the first starter? For, like, guard? Yeah, who are the two guards for the East starters? Um, It's either going to be... Trey. Trey and Levine. Yeah, I'd say that. Trey is one. Levine is not. Mm. Damn. So, DeRozan. DeRozan. Okay, that's oh, yeah, I know the marvelous to MVP. All right, who's the front court? Joel is one of them. Yes. Giannis. Giannis is one yes. of them. And then, well, it's not going to be KD. It is. Okay, KD, but he's not going to be playing. But so, yeah, it is who KD. will his? Well, I don't know. That'll be in one of the reserves. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool, cool. No Western? Um, Shams. I'm sure that'll come up oh, in like... got him. All right, perfect. Okay. Why the shocked face? All right, all right, oh all right. my God. It's John Luca starting. Luca's not going to start. John Luca is the... No, the it's not John. Not Luca is not... No. Steph and Luca? Steph. I mean, Steph and Ja. Steph and Ja. Yeah. Steph, Ja, Jokic, yep. Braun. Yep. And then this, the, is this last guy is going to be weird. This is ridiculous. I know it is. It's Andrew Wiggins. It is Andrew Ooh, Wiggins. What? I saw him on the ladder. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Wiggins has been playing well. This is why, this, No, Dude. but this is part of the problem why why fans shouldn't have such a big role. What the hell? Yeah, but I, I knew it was going to be Andrew Wiggins. I mean, Dude, what? Are you not? You're telling me you're not going to, like, Rudy deserves to be over him. Yeah, but then you just have, like, a huge lineup. It doesn't matter. It's an all-star game. Yeah, who cares? Sure. Rudy does, Rudy's been playing. Dude, what? All right, well, that was fun. All right. Let's get a little ending.
thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back next Wednesday. Sorry for the delay. Sorry for the delay, yeah. Peace.